Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM from the good folks at First Alliance Credit Union. And with us again this morning, as we did last week, we talked to Jenna Tobble and Haley Howard. And I imagine we'll continue talking this week about your credit score, your credit rating, and ways we can improve it and manage it and uh, and build it. Because yes. that's the whole point of this. Yes. To get to that point where you can... You can get that mortgage or get that car loan that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, why is this so important to First Alliance Credit Union? Sure. So credit scores are a very important topic to us from, you know, if you remember back to that very first episode where we were kind of talking about First Alliance and our mission and our values and things like that. Financial literacy is a really big piece of that. And when you give somebody that knowledge about their credit score, they can kind of take control of it themselves and manage it much more effectively without having to constantly refer to, to a lender or, or somebody to give them guidance. They kind of have that base knowledge that can be very helpful. Um, I think there's about a third of the population that still falls into that what's called subprime lending. And if you remember, I think we were talking about this with Robin at one point. Um, that's that score that's about 620 and below. Right? Bad. The poor credit, that D credit category. So as pretty much as low as you can go. And that just means if you're able to obtain credit, you're going to pay... A much higher interest rate. Much higher. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, but then there's another set of the population that's considered credit invisible, meaning they have no credit score whatsoever. And that could just be that they've never taken out a credit card. They've never needed credit. You know, So if you're under 18... You're credit invisible. You have no reason to have a credit history. Um, but it can also be an adult that is credit invisible. There's Who's a lot of reasons. paid cash for everything. You've paid cash for everything. Yep, absolutely. Um, and like we talked about you know, a couple weeks ago, your credit score impacts everything from your interest rate to potential jobs you could get to being able to get rent the place of your dreams or you know get that mortgage. It has a lot of different impacts on your life, and that's really why it's kind of key for us to be talking about this um, in the Good Money Moves program. Do you ever run into those invisible folks? To, oh yeah, who said, "I guess what? I, I never needed credit. Mm-hmm. I can buy my car with cash. I can, you know." bought a home, whatever, but yet they find themselves in a pickle, right? Mm-hmm. Because something comes up. How long does it take a person? <laughs> I can imagine it couldn't take them very long to build a credit because they've already proven themselves able to somehow manage money without having to take out loans. It, or is it the other way around? Yeah. Well, I'll let Haley take this one over. This okay. is really her Haley. realm. Yeah. So honestly, uh, somebody who is you know at an older age and they've paid cash for everything their entire life, their credit is going to essentially look the same as as an 18-year-old's credit who's just trying to start out to build because it's just going to look, you know, like a, a basic blank credit okay. score. We, Zero. You know, there's, <laughs> they've, they've clearly proven that they didn't need it their whole life, but they also haven't proven that they can manage it on a, uh, you know, on a, on a credit bureau. So yeah. it kind yeah. of is treated the same way. They've you know? only proven it to themselves. Right, exactly. So they're, they would fall in the same category of... I'm just fascinated by those folks because I can't, you can't rent a car. Mm-hmm. You always have to have a credit card to rent a car, it seems like. I've never... Yeah. Or a hotel room nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know how you do right? that. Right, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stay um, home, that's how. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, no it kind of leads into our too. discussion of if you have no credit, 
score, zero or whatever that number is, you're just invisible. Either you're you know, the young person who's never obtained credit or you're the person who never needed it. I guess what do you do to get started? Yeah, so you want to start with um, one trade line and you're going to need at least six months of good payment history in order with activity. So you want to use that card, you know, just to make sure that it's active. Again, you don't have to use it with it every single month. Um, it's going to help you as long as you have it, but you want it to be active. Um, but you're going to want to have at least six months of good payment history in order to see an actual score uh, come up on there. Sometimes, you know, we can pull a credit bureau and there might be a trade line, but there's no score because they just opened that trade line, okay. you know, within the last couple no months information. and really hasn't had time to calculate any sort of score for that. How do you obtain that credit line if you have no credit score? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of times, you know, we might ask for a, a co-signer or, you know, if you're if you're younger, a parent is usually willing to uh, co-sign on that with you. But again, it's situational. Um, I mean, we we give loans to people who have no credit um, without a co-signer. It, it's just all based on the situation. The if, yep. We understand that, you know. You have paid everything with cash. Your your home is paid off. Your you know it just depends on the situation. You have some assets so, probably or something right. like that. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it is possible. Are there other methods that are out there for folks who? I mean, I've heard of secured cards or something like mm-hmm. that where mm-hmm. you, you it's essentially not really credit, but it right. So makes credit. Yeah. So you can um, always look at doing a secured uh, credit card, which is where we would hold the money that we're using for the credit card. Um, you know, in your account, but we would give you the credit card as a trade line on your credit report. So you're going to basically, you know, pay us back for anything that you use on on the card, but it's going to report on your credit bureau as a credit card. And then after a certain amount of time, you know, most likely we're going to look at the history and then we would allow you to take that money off of the hold that we took in the first place. And you can just utilize it like a normal credit card um, and no longer have to have that money on hold. So six months of you from what we've talked about previously, that's kind of the minimum amount of time. Yeah, I'd to say do this. generally six months to a year. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. Show that you can actually manage it, right? Mm-hmm. So if uh, you don't manage it <laughs> and you end up with the lower credit levels, um, what can I do to increase that score? Because that's kind of the crux of all of this, isn't it? That's what you that's what you're running into, right, Haley? People who've kind of made some mistakes or something's happened to them that cause them to get into trouble. Right, absolutely. They come to you for advice. Yep. And the biggest thing again is if if you're behind on, you know, your payments, you want to try, you know, if you can rework your budgeting at all to get yourself back current and make those payments on time because that's the biggest thing, you know, that's going to impact your credit score. Um, trying to reduce the amount of debt you owe. So if you can pay even a little bit extra to, you know, especially those revolving credit lines, um, that's going to help. And definitely don't be taking on more credit. Don't look for places like payday loans, um, things like that, because it's 100% going to put you in a worse uh, situation than you are starting in. Do you work with uh, folks on their budgets as well? Is that something you yep. delve into? Absolutely. Um, part of what we do at First Alliance, which is important to know, is that, again, maybe you come to us because you you can't 
get your credit back up and you've tried applying for loans and things like that, we we might not always be able to make the loan for you. We're, we're going to try our hardest. And if it makes sense, then we will. But we will give you a roadmap. So you have to be receptive to to that, that maybe maybe we can't do it right now, but we're going to give you this roadmap, which is going to help you get to that point. And part of that is going to be budgeting. So we are more than happy to sit down with you. I know it seems like something, you know, you do just when you're starting out, but really it's something that you have to do your whole life because you can just lose track of it very, very easily. And I know there's tons of software out there and even apps that help you track almost immediately what you're doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And find out. (laughs) We just introduced one into our online banking, actually. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty powerful tool. You can even bring in your accounts from other financial institutions to really get that holistic view of your full financial picture just all in one place so you don't so, have to try to manage it all Zip, you have place. an account with First Alliance Credit Union, yep. would it automatically, you know, take your checking account activity and put it in there? And yep, yep. All select. of your First Alliance stuff would be in there right away, and then it if you had something, you know, over at Wells Fargo or you had something over at, you know, even a small community bank around here, most of that can be pulled into this tool. So you're looking at all of your accounts from all your different financial institutions, including your investment accounts all in that one spot. Does it allow you to categorize your yeah, spending as it well? It does. So you can immediately find out that you go out to eat way too often? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I found out when I started Every, using it. <laughs> That is absolutely universal. I spent this much. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That's a common refrain in our house every week when I go through the budget. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk more about things we can do to improve the credit score, manage your money, and uh, financial literacy, as we yes. like to call it, yes. on Good Money Moves with our friends from uh, First Alliance Credit Union. I'm Andy Brownell. Back in just a moment on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Haley Howard and Jenna Taubel from First Alliance Credit Union. We've been focusing on credit scores um, as part of financial literacy and Good Money Moves. And we've kind of touched on this, life events as a driver for folks, their financial picture. I mean, it can happen to anybody. That, That thing that... You didn't expect. Somebody mm-hmm. gets hurt at work, a car accident, mm-hmm. um, a death in the family, and next thing you know, three months later, you look at, oh, my goodness, what happened? I, and I guess maybe I've answered my own question. Hey, <laughs> obviously, it can have a huge impact on your credit rating. Is that right, Haley? Right. So it, it's basically you know, going to be the start to to the financial budgeting that can then end up having an impact on your credit because it could be, you know, your spouse, you're used to having two incomes every month, you budget very well, but then all of a sudden, you know, your spouse has a medical emergency and they are out of work, you know, for three to six months. Um, You know, people budget to have, you know, short-term disability and things like that, but on average, um, a person's going to get paid 60% of their, their gross income for disability, you know, which is, is not enough generally to cover your bills. So when you go from having the two incomes to the one income, you might find yourself having to pick and choose which debts you can pay every month. And if those are debts that report on your credit bureau, which they most likely are, you could run into late payments and not and having to use credit cards and things like that you wouldn't normally have to use, which can be a direct impact on your credit and that'll score. That'll mess up that utilization and capacity thing we talked about before. Absolutely. 
and I imagine that happens really fast if you all of a sudden you went from, a, as we call it, 40% utilization to 80% or so. Right. And kept it there for quite a while. Yeah. Is this something that uh, First Alliance Credit Union helps with? That, you know, if I, mm-hmm. I've gone through a, a big life change and I help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people feel like, you know, just a life preserver or something like that thrown to them, a life ring. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, on, you know, all of our loans at First Alliance, we offer um, debt protection of, you know, life, disability, or involuntary unemployment. Um, so, um, you know, thousands of our members benefit from having that disability insurance on there. So if something happens at, not at work, but something happens to you that causes you to miss work, you're sick, you're injured, you have surgery, the loan payment would actually be made for you while you're out of work for that duration of that time. So Mm -hmm. you can focus your other, you know, your disability income from your job on other bills and things like that. Or um, we have life protection. If if you or your spouse passes away unexpectedly, that loan would just be paid off in full. Um, so then your your life insurance can go, you know, more of that goes to your children in, instead of to your debts or to wherever you need it to go. Is that something that's hard to document for? Or is it you just bring in a, a form that shows I'm not working to, it's, to have it's, that benefit kick in? It's a pretty uh, simple process. You would just give us a call and let us know. Um, obviously, if it was the disability one, you would give us a call and let us know, you know, hey, I had surgery on this date. Um, we would put in that that event for you and then you would get a call with um, just some couple additional questions and you would just need to provide like a doctor's note basically and and that would take care of it and i take it that's something that has no impact on a credit rating right because your your payments would be continued to to be made and this is Mm -hmm. like a insurance policy that first alliance takes out on your behalf correct about Mm -hmm. the budgeting part of it if i saw this sudden change in my income can I come to you folks and say, help me work on a budget? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you know that it's it's going to be a long-term thing, maybe it's going to be six months to a year. Maybe we can even look at helping you restructure your loans or things you have with us so that it it's more manageable during that time. You know, um, we offer a lot of different options to help, you know, with life events. We understand those are things that happen. That's a neat thing about the financial literacy part of this is yeah. you mentioned that right away, Jenna, that. You recognize the credit union recognizes that life happens to yeah. people, and yeah, and sometimes <laughs> so, better or worse, yeah, life happens. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe this financial challenge you're facing mm-hmm. had nothing; it w- wasn't your fault at all. It wasn't mm-hmm. sloppiness or laziness mm-hmm. or inattentiveness. It mm-hmm. was something happened. Yeah, right. And, yep. Or you know, I mean divorce there's uh, plenty of times where one spouse is taking care of all the finances everything's in their name and now you're the other spouse and all of a sudden you have to figure it out for yourself like that's a scary spot to be in to be in your 40s and not ever having to have managed your finances before having somebody there to kind of help you and show you the way and help you build that credit up is can be a huge stress reliever is there anything in the the budgeting that I mean, we kind of mentioned eating out. I, yeah. I wasn't joking when I said it. We laughed about <laughs> it. Are there other things that you discover when you're helping people with their budgets that are commonplace that you can say, yeah, you know what, you don't really need that. And if you got rid of that, here's another chunk of change you could be using to make your life simpler. Um, you know, I'd say there's a lot of sometimes almost duplicate thing. You know, if, if somebody pays for... Um, Hulu, they're they're maybe paying for Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime yeah. TV and you know those all essentially do the same thing. Maybe you know and they're 
it's so, well, it only costs $10 a month. Well, when you have five of them, it's $50 a month. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, if you're paying for the same service, maybe, you know, you could cut down on that. Or, or if you're, you know, still paying for cable, you could look at those other services that offer things like that, that you could use that are cheaper and, and stuff like that. Um, eating out is definitely going to be, uh, you know, a big one. And then um, online shopping, I see, is, is a big one that, you know, just don't, some don't people do just do it because they're <laughs> bored, you know. I mean, maybe delete the apps from your phone or something like that so you're you're not as likely to do it when you're bored. You just, if you need to do it, go on there and find something, but not as as a hobby, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and there's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned all these things, that, you know, the, the streaming accounts and things like that. And I was having a chat with uh, my children about this. And, you know, when we started out, you had a phone bill that was probably 20 bucks a month plus long distance. And you probably had health insurance, otherwise rent and food and your car insurance and a car payment. And now your generation, I'm pointing to younger people, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy that uh, you, know, you have these cell phone bills that are, are huge you have internet access i mean but you really can't live without them either i mean yeah. to be part of what's happening out there with the workforce you almost have to have these things right yeah so Absolutely. your monthly expenses are quite a bit higher than they were when we were younger people so very true thank you for pointing <laughs> that out andy <laughs> and food's not cheap either no <laughs> We're gonna, well, we'll continue on. We've got money moves in just a moment. We're going to talk about you know, maybe some other tips that we have for helping to, to build up that credit score, which which is what this is all about. That's coming up next on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome back. Andy Brownell and Good Money Moves, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Jenna Taubel and Haley Howard from the First Alliance Credit Union. Let's talk about some of the other tips, some other ideas. Um, strategies, maybe, for uh, folks who uh, want to build up their credit scores. Haley, you want to go with that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the biggest things to start, you know, building or rebuilding your credit is not to apply for credit that you don't need. Or not, excuse me, not to apply for credit that you... Because you talked earlier, probably only need, what, two cards, really? Right. Really, even one, you know, if you're just starting out, one is good to learn, you know, your habits with that and things like that. But, um, you know, as you're moving along and, you know, trying to build more credit, uh, two would be okay. But definitely you don't want to just just take them out for discounts and things like that, because essentially that interest you're going to pay on that card is is going to be more than the discount you got in the first place. So uh, it doesn't do any good. And especially if you're doing it in a small period of time. I'm always amazed at that when you go, hey, you want our credit card for whatever store it is, we'll give you an extra 10% off. At 25% interest. <laughs> right. That's, or, or if you forget to pay it, mm-hmm. they're going to nail you on the late charge, yep. which was way more than whatever discount you would have had. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, and then again, with the credit cards, if you're not using your credit cards, uh, you don't want to close them because that can affect your capacity that you have. Um, so even if if you're not using them, again, they are still doing you good because you have that money available to you and you're not using it, which shows that you're not living outside of your means. You're not maxing out your credit cards to live every month and it's not going to drop your score. So keeping cards open, if you feel like you have, you know, the ability to not use those right. is a good idea. Okay, so it doesn't hurt you to have them just laying in the weeds. Correct. It and, does help. Okay. Yep. Is there a scenario where it won't? I mean, 
not I mean obviously people using them for their hobby shopping is bad. But if if you're let's say your income changed and would that negatively affect you to have that much available credit out there? You know, um again if because I'm learning something new here. Right. If you need, if your income changed and you suddenly find yourself needing to use the cards, okay. then yes, it would negatively okay, but affect if you. Don't you. Use them, you're all right. But if you still are not using them and they are open, it is not not going to do anything except help you. Okay. Because I always thought you were supposed to close them. That's interesting. Once again. Because again, mm-hmm. if if you think about the capacity, yep. if you close a card, it's the same as having it maxed out. You're just taking away that capacity. Capacity of utilization, folks. Remember that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, if you put it in your mind in those terms, how big the pipe is and how much of the pipe you're using, mm-hmm. right? Then, yeah. yeah, if you shrink the size of the pipe, it could hurt you. I get it. Yep. Okay. Anything else for tips? Um, if you are having to use the cards, you know, always try and keep them. I'd say between thirty, less than thirty to fifty percent of the balance, because again, with the capacity, um, and then the biggest, you know. On-time payments. So if you're feeling like you're going to fall behind, speak with a lender. Maybe you can rework some stuff, but always try and make your payments on time. And if they're not on time, try and get them caught up. Is it the best practice, if you can do it, to pay off your entire balance every single month? I mean, obviously, it's better practice for you financially because you're not paying interest. Right. As far as your credit score is concerned. Yeah. Again, all around, I would say that is... Yeah, the best practice. You're you're not going to pay any interest, and then it's still you know you've made an on time payment, and your capacity is low, so you're hitting you know three of the the good practices on the head. So you might as well. Okay, and then one or two cards at the most, right? For good practices, mm-hmm. and and not um, cards with with very low limits are not helpful generally um, like a three to five hundred dollar limit because if you have to use that card one time say you have a limit of three hundred dollars you have to use it one time you have most likely maxed that card out or at least fifty percent so a good practice is to try if you can not to get a card with less than a thousand dollar limit so if you start out and that's all you can get is the five hundred dollar line of credit Make sure you pay it off every month. Right. And and after so long, I don't I think a lot of people don't know this, but after so long and it's it's different with different companies, you can request that based on your payment history, they raise your limit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is raising my limit always a good idea? N- no, I okay. wouldn't say so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, you know, it, situation again, <laughs> again, it depends on on your habits, but um if you're wanting to raise it to use it, no. But if, again, it's for the capacity and you're able to handle that responsibly, absolutely. So, okay, back to if you need credit, it's not good. Right. But, it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Financial literacy. It's, yeah. It's interesting the way they look at that because it, those who are most likely to use these credit cards uh, to meet their daily needs or monthly needs, that, that's where it really hurts you. Right, absolutely. So if you're just using these cards basically for convenience sake, that it's beneficial mm-hmm. yes. to have them around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is your head spinning yet? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of really good information, though. Uh, and speaking of information, yeah. if I want to find out more about this and financial literacy and capacity and utilization and all the things Haley's been talking about, I take it a visit to the website or the app, and Jenna? 
Yeah, yep, absolutely. Go to firstalliancecu.com and click on the Learn tab on the homepage there. And from there, there is a credit resources page that we covers everything we've talked about these last four episodes when it comes to credit scores. We have a ton of other resources out there, too. We touched on budgeting. We just released our budgeting um, page as well, so you can kind of learn more about that and how to do that. Um, and, of course, making an appointment with one of our lending advisors and just to learn about your specific situation and how you can make adjustments and improve your life from there is an excellent idea. Excellent idea. <laughs> I'll repeat that. <laughs> um, otherwise, just go back and listen to our last couple of podcast episodes that are out on the website or keep listening to the ones coming up. And yeah, we'll cover new ground as we yeah. move forward. And if you want to impress Haley when you come in to talk to her, and tell her you know what utilization and capacity are. Yes, perfect. I will be ready. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks a lot, Jenna. Thanks, Haley. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. This has been Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.